here, there, and everywhere. SAFM 104.6 FM in Twane. SMS SAFM now on 41391. Night Talk, giving you depth and texture to the conversations that matter. 21 minutes after 10 o'clock, you're listening to Night Talk. My name is Oliver Dixon. Thank you so much for joining us. Really, really do appreciate it. A very contentious matter between the Fair Trade Independent Tobacco Association. They are an NPC, a non-profit company, because they're an industry body uh, against SARS. And the commissioner of SARS has reached a stage of judgment dismissing it on the basis that it's not an urgent application because they, um, you know, presented an urgent application and the court said this matter is not urgent. But what is the matter? So here's what's at play. SARS says that the fiscus loses about 8 billion rand per annum due to illicit cigarette tobacco trade. And they would like to prevent that from happening or close the gap, so to speak, mitigate it all uh, as far as they possibly can. Now, illicit trade is a real thing. It's not an imagined thing. It does happen. There are many cigarette manufacturers also, cigarette product importers that cheat the fiscus. They do all sorts of things that is deceptive uh, to our customs uh, regime, so to speak, and the practice thereof. And they get away with it. They make a lot of money. You would recognize the name Goldleaf, right? The company's name that often comes up. They used to be a member of the Fair uh, trade of the Fair Independent Tobacco Association. They no longer are. They've been expelled as a member. Why is that the case? Because they have been found to do all sorts of nefarious and illegal things and now face a tax bill of 5 billion rand. Goldleaf is a cigarette manufacturer and an importer thereof. They manufacture cigarettes in our neighboring countries. Where may you have seen the name Goldleaf? If you had watched that Al Jazeera documentary <laughs> called, uh, what was it called? The Al Jazeera uh, expose on, 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 on the gold mafia. Yeah, that's what it was called, gold mafia. Right, that's where you, you see some sort of interrelatedness between uh, these underground worlds of, of, of trade and, and, and crime. Um, but Goldleaf is by no stretch of the imagination the only illicit cigarette importer, trader, and manufacturer. There are much smaller players who may be doing similar things. And 8 billion rand is a lot of money. It, 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 it can do a lot for the fiscus. SAR says that, guys, we don't currently have the resources to curb this. How do they currently attempt to curb this? At any port, uh, port of entry, SARS may at any given time rock up at a container at the harbor or a warehouse and say, open this up. We're going to inspect this container or this shipment, whatever the case may be. Now, as you can imagine, it takes a lot of resources to be able to do that. And that's how SARS currently does its inspections. SARS says there's an easier way for us to do this. In fact, we don't have to send so many 
actual human beings to the ground to go and do this. An easier way for us to do this is to just install CCTV cameras in all the warehouses where cigarette manufacturers uh, uh, store their product for import and export. That's what we will do, install cameras. The cameras will help us, they argue, determine which of these manufacturers and traders, and what we will call them here, are taxpayers, which of these taxpayers are breaking the law. That's the argument SARS makes. Now, SARS imagines that it would assist them in a very long way. Uh, FITA, they argue that no, it wouldn't. In fact, it's irrational, firstly, because the thing you say it will do, it's not going to do. Uh, there's no way you can use CCTV cameras to determine uh, the quantity of, 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 of cigarettes in a particular box just by CCTV camera, right? That's not what it's going to do. CCTV cameras are not highly sophisticated pieces of technology. It is literally the ordinary camera that you may install in your own home um, uh, to help you uh, see around your house or if they are burglars or whatever the case may be. But more than that, they say that SARS doesn't have an entitlement to do so because there is no jurisprudence that gives legal entitlement to SARS to surveil a taxpayer 24-7. It currently does not do that for any taxpayer. And no authority, no executive authority has that kind of power to surveil a taxpayer or a, a, a actor within its borders for any reason for 24-7. Unless, of course, it has reasonable suspicion of crime, but then we're talking here about exceptional circumstances and that surveillance may well be a prison, right? When you're in a prison, you may well be under that sort of surveillance. But that's not what we're talking about here. So the court, the Gauteng High Court, dismisses this application saying that it's not urgent. FITA, as the applicant, they've resubmitted their application to the court, and this time, of course, it's not urgent. So it's going to be quite a while before the court hears the matter and before the court uh, decides on the matter, adjudicates on the matter. But the substance thereof matters. Wayne Duvenacher, the CEO of Outer, is with me. Outer, of course, as you know, as its name suggests, they're really trying to undo tax abuse, and illicit trade is a prime example of tax abuse. Wayne Duvenage, good evening. Thank you so much for your time. Really appreciate it. To what benefit, both practically and legally, should SARS be able to install surveillance cameras, CCTV surveillance cameras in warehouses? Hi, good evening. Uh, thanks for the opportunity. Um, yeah, look, uh, SARS does monitor the cigarette trade, the manufacturers already with cigarette counters. They've got counters on their production machines. Uh, and there's a lot of tampering that goes on with those counters as well. So I think one of the uh, intentions is to have these cameras focused on where the counters are so that the tampering stops. Because what happens is you'll, you'll run a certain amount of cigarettes through the counters and, uh, and, and you'll pay tax on those. And then you'll run through the night or other times on the weekends uh, and push the counters back or you know manipulate them in some way. I'm not sure exactly how they do it, but they do do this, and this is uh, this has been recorded, spoken about before. Uh, and I think they want to put the cameras onto the counting mechanisms to make sure that once they're operating, they're not tampered with, uh, and uh, that way they can stop the illicit manufacturing. And those are the ones that slip through the net and are sold without the taxes applied. 
would these, um, uh, these, 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 these cameras, the CCTV cameras, not collect more information, um, store and document it through surveillance, more information than just seeing if counters are being tampered with? I, know, I think it's a lot more than that. I'm just suggesting that yeah. one of the areas they would focus these cameras on are, would be the counters uh, on the cigarette manufacturing lines. But I think it would also be, uh, uh, you know, you had a lot of sophisticated te- technology with cameras. These days, accounts, boxes that come into warehouses, goes out of warehouses, boxes that come off, a number of cigarettes that come off the line, uh, and so on. So I think it's a multifaceted approach that they're taking. It's not just a simple CCTV uh, camera. They want to surveil, gather information, data, and then start doing analysis with that. And, uh, you know, I, I, I hear the argument that, you know, SARS shouldn't be uh, doing this to any taxpayer, but this is an industry that is renowned for its illicit trade. It is it is a massive tax uh, revenue for the for the country we know, and the research has shown that illicit trade now is over fifty percent of cigarettes sold uh, in this country, uh, and just over ten years ago it was ten percent. So it's not good for 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 the country, for the manufacturers, mm. for competition, and so many other factors, uh, and and for SARS. So so I think as an industry. Um, they need to to be surveilled in this manner, and I, I guess my response to those uh, those manufacturers who are, are trying to fight this off is, all, well, obviously you've got something to hide. You know, why not let them in? Put the cameras. If you've got nothing to hide, put as many cameras up as you want, as as you, as far as once in the warehouse, uh, because we are we are legally apply, uh, you know applying the rules, and we are paying tax on every single cigarette that we manufacture or import that's what their argument should be as opposed to fighting it when you fight something like this well then i think there's uh, smoke yeah so uh, that notwithstanding that they're fighting this because uh, the test is not whether or not they have something to hide but the test really is whether or not we want SARS to have that kind of power um, and illicit trade is 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 a cancer to our fiscus and and, and revenue mm-hmm. collection. It 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 robs so. ordinary South Africans uh, of what yeah. is duly theirs. Um, but the cigarette industry is not the only industry or sector in the country that has yeah. illicit trade. Many other industries and sectors have illicit trade. Have um, you know um, the, the 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 transgression of customs laws and regulations? We can talk about the textile industry, for instance, or we can talk about yeah. um, you know uh, the, the 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 minerals industry. Many other industries have exactly those yeah. problems. If SARS has this power, would you be comfortable with it applying this power uniformly, indiscriminately across all sectors that um, import or export through our ports? I'm I'm not sure if it, the the word indiscriminately would be there. I think they'd have to make a case for it. Um, I'm not sure if they have in this specific case, but you're quite right. Um, this is a big problem in the steel industry as well, mm. where, where 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 there are imports that are declared falsely. So we're losing a lot of uh, uh, um, excise duties there and, and customs duties. Uh, the electrics uh, industry, uh, you know, uh, um, extension cords, plugs, lighting that comes in under the radar, uh, uh, falsely declared, and then finds its way into your and my homes where it becomes a fire hazard because they they do not meet the compliance uh, and the specifications. These are serious, serious matters which government has to get on top of. And there are ways to do this. There are other ways to do this. You know, 
we are busy with the project with the uh, uh, NRCS, trying to help them get get to get up to speed with world best practice mm. uh, on having self declaration uh, processes in place, um, and then and then having the industry monitoring itself as well as the consumers. Uh, and I think that's what the cigarette industry and SARS and others, uh, uh, you know, across all sectors of government need to start working better together so that we can get on top of the solicitor trade. Mm. So, as you said, it's a massive problem and we're losing billions. But sadly, in our discussions with senior people in, in government, they don't seem to see this as a problem. They almost seem to be treating it as if it's OK because the small guy uh, now is able to trade and compete and have a, a, an unfair advantage. And they don't mind that. And uh, they just run roughshod over the consequences of that uh, in the greater scheme of things. And that's my biggest worry is that we have a government that's out of touch with its role and its duty to make sure that uh, everybody complies to them. Mm-hmm. Is there any, uh, sidebar, is there any other progressive or comparable democracy anywhere in the world where a tax authority has uh, surveillance practices and surveillance power. No, I'm not sure. I'm not, I'm, mm. I'm not sure. You know, you know, I, you know, um, it's it's practiced so differently. I'm just trying to think. You know, in the in the liquor manufacturing industry, the schnapps industry in Germany, for instance, uh, you can't tap off anything until the inspectors are there uh, and break seals before you're allowed to you know, uh, tap off your, your wares and, and then that's sealed again. Uh, there's that type of surveillance. Mm. <laughs> so I, I guess that's uh, that's old school and, and, and camera technology uh, or electrical and digital technology is going to replace that. Uh, that was an older t- type of policing and, ma- and managing the space. So, yeah, I, I, I think you're going to find more and more of it, but whether it's uh, digital or full-time CCTV cameras, I mean, I don't buy that there's, you know, privacy and uh, issues there, there. This is a factory. It's making cigarettes. Uh, and if they focus those uh, cameras on the areas that, that matter, it's not about watching yep. what people are doing. Yeah, but they would nonetheless receive that information. I guess the, the, the test then becomes um, to what extent does the privacy of an actor uh, matter sacrosanctly versus, uh, say, the potential loss of revenue to the fiscus. Uh, which of those do you think the court should yeah. be able to weigh up in saying, we think this matters more to our democracy or to our what is yeah, enshrined in our good question. Right? It's such a good question. And uh, I, I don't know. All I do know is that we've got a big problem. Uh, sorry, I, I think we cut off there. Yeah. Uh, all I do know is we've got a big problem. Uh, so I'm not sure... Um, I wouldn't uh, want to try and hazard a guess on which of the two is the lesser evils, uh, mm. but but I but I guess you know in a country that has got so much uh, crime in this in this fashion, uh, a country that is broke, uh, we've got to we've got to start pushing the boundaries uh, when it comes to holding people to account, and um, you know it's, but I do guess I I, I guess it's where do you stop. You know, where is the where where does where do you draw the line? Is the question? Perhaps a, a, a question a little bit beyond this conversation, uh, Wayne, is this: um, Should we reconsider 
the resources allocated to SARS to be able to execute its duties. Um, its primary objective and primary responsibility is to collect revenue, and where people are not uh, paying their fair share, uh, SARS takes further steps to be able to either, uh, you know, get those people prosecuted, get those people fined within uh, the, 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 the powers that is in the law and in the constitution bestowed upon SARS. But should SARS, and I guess this goes back to what used to be the biggest controversy in South Africa in the 2010s, uh, should SARS have investigative powers? Should SARS have a prosecuting unit? Should SARS have forensics investigative powers in, 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 in a way comparable, say, to the Hawks, uh, for instance? Yeah, I think they should because it's a specialized uh, industry uh, or, or space and the Hawks uh, are, you know, you were chasing so many different crimes. I do believe that you know, if you just gave an extra 10 billion rand to SARS, I'm talking about Treasury uh, or the Minister of Finance, uh, they'd be able to 10 times, uh, for tenfold collect that back in, 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 in uncollected taxes. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it is a manpower issue. But also there's different ways we've got to start getting the public to get behind this. So, for instance, if you or I go and buy a packet of cigarettes and we see that it's below the price, now, of course, uh, that's utopia and people aren't going to yeah. do that, but it does come out or you send in your inspectors uh, and you'll start uncovering and you must also go after the people who are selling the trade. So not necessarily those who are selling it on to, to them, the, the middleman or the supplier, but the actual retailer. Uh, if they are stocking and selling uh, goods uh, under the price of just the tax amounts, then of course there's the, there's the those are the clear indications that something's wrong. So there are many ways to skin this cat, but I agree with you. I think SARS needs to be given uh, powers it needs to be given uh, the the, uh, the 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 resources to do this job to have all the uh, forensics and the investigators. You set that type of team up as was done in the past, but double it, triple it, uh, and uh, spend a couple of billion rand more per annum. Uh, and I think they'll start to get on top of a lot of these problems. Mm, I didn't want to use the boogeyman word there, rogue unit, but <laughs> that mm-hmm. is what is the past thereof. Um, yeah. But SARS is in good health right now. Um, it yeah. it collects really well. It's efficient. In fact, just last year, um, in the previous fiscal cycle, uh, they had a hundred million in in involuntary declarations that uh, was unplanned for, and that made the minister of finance smile a little bit more. It made me smile. Uh, it shows an organisation in good health. Um, do we need to temper it with it any further than that? It's not about tampering, it's about strengthening it. I can tell you that there's so much that they're not collecting that is slipping through the net. And and uh, so it's not about tampering. I think when Tom Moyani went in, he tampered and he really messed things up. I'd hate to think of what our collection rates would be if Tom Moyani was still in charge. So Keysfed has done a good job in, in, in fixing it. Uh, you know, it was hollowed out. The, the systems were, 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 were broken uh, or breaking and collapsing. So they've got all of that right, but there's still a long way to go using technology, uh, getting more resources, uh, and I think they could possibly collect, collect another 5 uh, five to 10% of taxes that might be slipping through the net or, or going unnoticed. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 and to that, why do you think might be the reason that the Minister of Finance isn't giving an extra $10 billion allocation to SARS, given the upside thereof uh, is, could be tremendous? Yeah, I don't know. You know, we've said the same thing about the NPA as well. Um, and, and getting on top of, uh, you know, accountability and rooting out corruption. 
Um, I think if the NPA and the investigating directorate had more resources, they'd also start to be able to get on top of and arrest people involved. I don't understand why, uh, uh, you know, the, the minister is not doing that. Um, you know, we also hear the stories of nefarious activities uh, that these that these big kingpins in these illicit trade industries uh, do feed the politicians as well. And sometimes there's a, a slight reluctance to go down that road uh, from, from, from people in positions of power. That's possibly one reason. I'm not saying it's the only reason. Uh, but, yeah, I, th I think uh, he should be applying his mind a lot more because we can't keep pushing taxes up. We've got to we've got to close the net and make sure that more and more industries that are slipping through the net are paying. What other industries uh, should be on the lookout for that that you think are particularly uh, manipulative uh, and and leaves the fiscus vulnerable? Well, I think the as I said earlier, the electrotech industry, um, uh, the steel industry, imports, and now we see ArcelorMittal closing down. There are a lot of smaller mills that are setting up uh, using um, scrap metal. So there's a law that uh, doesn't allow scrap metal to leave the country. Uh, so scrap metal becomes a, a commodity that is, is sought after in the country. I think there's a lot of uh, damage that's being done there. Um, and, and, and imports, imports of steel. I know that we get, we get information from, from uh, manufacturers and importers here that say, you know, they just can't compete with people who bring steel on, in, in, into the country under different classifications. And it becomes a problem because it's inferior steel. Uh, it's, it's coming in from mills around the country. You build buildings with this stuff. It's far more porous uh, and, and it doesn't have the safety standards. And, uh, and, and people are looking away. Uh, and it saddens us uh, to, to, to hear that people in authority know about this, and yet they do very little about it. So it's, it all again sends a signal that, uh, that something's wrong here. May that be the reason why we've known about illicit cigarette trade, but very little has been done from it, about it from a criminal perspective, not from a tax perspective, but from a, 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 a saps, hawks, uh, uh, yeah. police perspective. Is that perhaps why we may have seen very little action with regards to that? I think there's an element of that there. You know, as I said, the, the, it's, it's over 50% now that's illicit. And uh, that was 10% a while ago when Tom Moyana came in and got rid of the unit that was looking at it. It was about uh, just under 30% and it had uh, ratcheted up from 2015 right up to 2019. Obviously, COVID made things worse and it was a crazy ban. Uh, it made no sense. Uh, and yet we saw, we saw the, almost this reluctance to do anything about it. And uh, now, once the once the you know foot's in the door, it's very difficult to undo the networks that have been set up, uh, and 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 we know and we can see the uh, you know who rubs shoulders with who, and uh, there is a lack of uh, a, a focus and activity and energy on known uh, corruption and, and and criminal syndicates in the tobacco uh, industry. So, I think there is a, there is a feeding trough. That is being enjoyed, and uh, and there's a little bit of a reluctance to 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 go in hard uh, on this criminal activity in the illicit trade in tobacco. Yeah, when we're going to have to leave it there. Thank you so much for your time this evening. I really appreciate your insights.
Pleasure. Pleasure. All the best. Take yeah. it easy. Bye. Wayne Duvenage of Outer. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? I'm going to take your reactions. Give me a call. 86 0 2032 86 2032